Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Joey Kuzma, uh, and this is going to be me talking about stuff that I like to talk about or I would like to talk about. And today, we're gonna, just going to be starting with motivation because I feel like that's what I need the most right now. Uh, I can only imagine that there's a couple people out there that are kind of inside the same boat as me. Uh, so here we, here we go on a journey together. To begin, let's talk about why motivation is so crucial in our lives. Motivation is that driving force that propels us to take action, set and achieve goals, and overcome obstacles. It's what keeps us going when our days are a little darker than usual like today. It's been nonstop rain and a little extra energy and focus to keep us afloat because I don't want to do this right now. The vibe outside is not matching my vibe on the inside, but we're going to keep it pushing. Imagine you're a car, right? Every once in a while, you're going to run out of gas. Uh, I did that last week. Motivation is that fuel we need to keep moving on with our journey. It's the fuel that powers our internal engine, and without it, we, we're going to find ourselves stuck or stagnant or lacking the motivation to move forward. Let's talk a little about some of these things that we can do uh, to help us stay motivated day to day. The first thing that we're going to do is set clear and achievable goals, okay? By having a clear understanding of what we want to achieve, we can break it down into smaller goals. That way we can stay motivated throughout the whole process. It's going to be a process. Every topic we're going to talk about today, pay attention. You have to be patient. Things don't just happen overnight. If we set specific, measurable, and realistic goals, though, everything's in our reach. The motivation, the experiences, the failure, the success, it'll all come. You tell me which one of these is the clear and achievable goal, right? I want to work out more. Or, for the next three months, I'll exercise for at least 30 minutes for five days out of every week, starting with a walk and gradually increasing to jogging to improve my cardiovascular fitness and to lose 20 pounds. Setting a goal like the first one, it's a nice thought, but that's it. It's just a thought. There's no conviction. With the second one, it's so much more convincing. You have to know what you want and write it down to every last detail. Next topic we want to cover is finding our why. We know us better than anyone else knows us, right? Finding out why we're setting a goal is just as important as planning it out. Finding our why will give us a clear understanding of why we need and want to pursue certain goals or take specific actions. Sometimes the why is simple and sometimes it's deep. The deeper, the better. It'll provide a strong emotional and psychological speed ramp that fuels our motivation and commitment to achieve that goal. If we can connect this goal to a key part of who we are, we won't have to fight ourselves every single day to keep doing it. Figuring out what drives us from within and connecting it to ourselves will keep us inspired. It'll also keep us disciplined. I'm going to use smoking here for an example instead of the gym just because we just used the gym. But it's like between the gym and quit smoking, those are like the two goals I hear that people want to quit the most. And it usually ends up flopping. They end up caving in. That's because they don't know their why. For smoking, for example, why do you want to quit smoking? Is it bad for you? Is it because it's getting too expensive because others are doing it? All good reasons, but why is it important to you? Do you want to live longer to spend more time with your family? Do you want to get a nicer car and want to save as much money as possible? Do you want to feel like you're in control of your actions? Make it connect with something inside of you. Take some time and understand why we want to do these things, and our goals will just become that much more clear, and it will help so much. I personally never even thought about that before I started looking into this for setting a goal. And I'm telling you, that works. It Finding out why you need to do it is so important. Do that, please. 
All right, so we got our goal and we found out our why, what's next. We're gonna create a plan, all right? Because creating a plan brings structure to the whole thing. We need to do this so we don't get overwhelmed or lost in frustration and give up. What we're gonna have to do is create a schedule, write down when to do tasks, what has already been completed, what to do next. Just go get yourself a little notebook and a pen and fall in love with crossing out tasks. Our plan will keep us organized, flexible, and it'll help build momentum too. Back to the gym example, all right? Recently, I've been getting back into the gym. My plan was originally, word for word, to not jiggle as much. All right, but let's go back and just say that my new plan is to lose weight. First, we're going to create a calorie deficit by reducing daily caloric intake by 500 calories. I didn't know nothing about calories. I don't know how they work. I looked them up. Vegetable oils, red meat, and potatoes. They all got a lot of calories, apparently. So I got to cut them out. Second, we need to plan a workout routine that includes cardio and strength training for five days a week for 30 minutes at least. So whenever I get to the gym, I'll start with some light stretches. I'll walk for about 20 minutes on the treadmill. I'll finish with 10 to 15 minutes of upper body training. Whatever your goal is inside the gym, look up what you have to do to see the result that you want. Next, we track progress by weighing in every week and taking body measurements. Go buy a little scale, 10, 15, 20 bucks, and just write down the number. If you're trying to go down, keep track of the number. If you're trying to go up, keep track of the number. Uh, taking body measurements if you're trying to grow your biceps or slim your waist or anything like that write down the measurements to make sure that you're keeping track of your progress next we make sure that we meal prep healthy meals and snacks in advance to avoid unhealthy food choices when we end up at the grocery store listen if you go in there and you're just like i'm hungry you're gonna end up walking out with cheeses ho-os two liters of coke and motherfucking goddamn cocaine if they got it right no don't do that you have to make sure that you know what you want what you're gonna have so Maybe I shouldn't say cocaine. Go in there. Know what you're getting. Look up recipes. Figure out what fits the diet that you're trying to match. Copy them. See how they work out for you. If we have the means, we could seek support from registered dietitians or personal trainers for guidance and accountability. I'm not the most knowledgeable on fitness, but the internet helps too if it's a reliable source. And don't forget to celebrate our milestones. If we lost five pounds, we go spoil ourselves somehow, right? We don't do nothing crazy. But go have some fun. You're making progress. Now that plan seems a lot more efficient than my original plan, right? Creating a plan is important for motivation because it eliminates almost everything that could be in your way. And what do we want in our way? Nothing. Which leads to surrounding yourself with positivity. Birds of a feather, they flock together. So make sure your flock is aligned with your goals and aspirations. If your intention is to grow and evolve, then the last thing you need to be surrounded by is negativity. Because that's not going to do anything for us but bring us down, right? Our environment plays a big role in who we are. Don't put yourself inside a bad place. I get it. Some things we can't control, and we have to understand that and let it go. Focus on what we can't control, like our outlook. When we surround ourselves with positivity, it looks like increased motivation, enhanced mindset, improved self-esteem, greater accountability, less distractions. If you want to lose weight, spend time talking to the people at your gym. Get to know their habits. Ask for advice. Share meal ideas. If you want to start a business, read books about that. Find people that work in the field that you're wanting to start a business in. Find people who own a business. Get on the internet and start shooting out emails. There's so much accessibility nowadays. If you want to be a boss, spend more time with the bosses. You have control over who and where you can spend your time and attention. Now, we're putting in all this hard work, and we have to reward ourselves, right? Because who likes work with no play? Nobody. If we're going to work hard on ourselves, we have to reward ourselves, too. I am not saying eating a large pepperoni pizza for celebration for eating clean for a week because that doesn't make sense, right? Reward yourself with something that won't hinder your progress. 
because rewarding yourself will create positive moments where you can be proud and remind yourself that you're working towards something bigger, like giving yourself purpose. These rewards could be from buying yourself something nice, taking time off, going somewhere fun, or throwing a little get together with loved ones, right? Like good examples, lost five pounds, go see a movie. Finish the paper for your school, play your favorite game for a little bit. Didn't cuss the whole day, have some ice cream. Clean your room, go on a walk to the park. Got a promotion, throw a fucking party. I just guess I'm not gonna have any ice cream though. Remember that the key is to choose rewards that are meaningful to us and aligned with our goals. They should serve as positive reinforcements for our efforts and help us stay motivated on our journey towards achieving our goals. Keep it simple, stupid. We are human. Someday it's tempting to just give up, sleep in late, eat that piece of cake, or hit that vape. That all rhymed. I understand it's easy to want those things. It's not only on days like this, but we need to make it a daily habit of visualizing our success and staying disciplined. That's the next topic. Visualizing success and staying disciplined are ongoing practices that require consistency and effort to maintain focus. Not only eyes on the prize, but our mind too. Things we could do to help build these habits are make a vision board, change the lock screen on your phone to whatever you're wanting to complete, or the background of your computer so we see it often, or we can print it out and put it somewhere we're going to see it every single day to reinforce our motivation and remind ourselves what we're working towards. Have you ever tried mental imagery? If not, follow along for a second. Close your eyes and keep them closed for a minute or two, okay? Vividly imagine yourself achieving that goal. Visualize the location, the sounds, the emotion you feel, and the people that are there to celebrate with you. Get a good setting in your head. Get comfortable there. Because that's what we're shooting for. Get used to that life before it's there. Understand it. For example, let's say we're working toward the promotion at work. Imagine yourself confidently presenting your idea in a meeting, receiving positive feedback from your colleagues, and celebrating your achievement. Play it all out. Visualizations will help us create a clear and compelling mental image of success, which can increase our motivation to take action. Make it a habit to imagine daily, okay? Imagine yourself already having that position. Imagine yourself fitting your old favorite pair of jeans. Imagine driving that car on that vacation. Imagine your successful podcast or music career. The happiness, the relief, the recognition, the money, the freedom. Imagine it all. Write it down and get used to it. Earlier I said the motivation is the fuel that drives our internal engine. This is that. Visualizing success will get you going on a day where you feel off. It's on you. You want it. You go get it. You know what you want. All right, next, we're going to have to learn from setbacks, too. Not everything's going to be biscuits and gravy, all right? Sometimes we're going to hit a little bump in the road. John C. Maxwell, he said, fail early, fail often, but always fail forward. And brother, he's spitting facts. This is our second to last topic, okay? Learning from setbacks is an important skill that will help us grow, develop resilience, and increase our chances of success in the future. I don't know about everybody else, but me personally, I've always been afraid of failure. It's not something I look forward to. Nobody is perfect. Any successful person will tell you failure is one of the most important parts of succeeding. We have to rewire our brains to accept failure and turn it into something else, like opportunities to grow. Not everything is always bad. A loss will be our greatest lesson. Because we'll take the time to reflect on the cause or causes of the setback, right? That's something that we're going to have to do because all of us are little overthinkers and we all want to understand everything. Was it due to a specific decision that we made or an action that we took? External factors that are out of our control or a combination of both? Analyzing that root cause of the setback can help us gain insight into what went wrong and how we can avoid similar mistakes in the future. 
For example, if we fail to meet a project deadline at work, reflect on what factors contributed to the delay, such as poor timing, unexpected obstacles, or lack of resources. Once we identify the cause, we can take corrective actions, such as improving our time management skills, anticipating potential obstacles, or requesting additional resources to prevent similar setbacks in the future. Seek feedback from others too, such as mentors, colleagues, supervisors. Be open to receiving feedback. Sometimes it's going to hurt and be hard to hear, but we need it for progression. Feedback can provide valuable perspectives on what we could have done differently or areas for improvement. And that's what the whole point of losing is, to win in the end. After we've reflected on setbacks or mistakes, we must adjust our approach accordingly, allow ourselves to grow from the gained experience, focus on the potential for improvement in the future, and stay resilient and persistent. Setbacks can be discouraging, and they will be challenging, but it's important that we always get back behind the wheel and continue our journey to give it our all. Hashtag YOLO. That was cringy. The final topic I have for this episode is going to be to take care of ourselves. Taking care of ourselves is crucial for maintaining motivation and achieving success. When we prioritize self-care, we can improve our physical, mental, and emotional well-being, which will lead to a boost in our motivation and productivity. Here are some examples of how we can take care of ourselves for motivation. We can prioritize getting enough sleep, eating a balanced diet, exercise. Dude, walking is so overlooked. Making sure that we get sunlight, stress management techniques like journaling, meditate, deep breathing exercise, or an engaging hobby, those can help as well. Little things like that can help you stay calm and focused. Learning when to take a break so you don't overheat and burn out is also very important. You don't, if it's a hobby that you're trying to pick up or a habit you're trying to form, you have to try to be consistent, but also if you feel yourself becoming burnt out learn to take a little break if it's something that you're doing daily and for multiple hours take a little 15 20 minute break and get back to it if it's something that you just want to do like one time a day like working out understand that your body needs rest too we can also practice taking care of ourselves with setting boundaries know when to say no make sure to give yourself time for self-care activities hobbies and just to recharge avoid toxic people or negative environments, they're going to drain you. Lastly, we have to practice self-compassion. We must be kind to ourselves. Acknowledge that we are human. Challenges and setbacks are going to be a part of the journey. We got to avoid self-criticism. In the end, then, it's just like treat yourself with the same kindness and understanding that you would give your best friend. Use affirmations as I am capable of understanding any challenge that comes my way. I am worthy of love and respect just as I am. I believe in my abilities to trust my own judgment. I am deserving of success and I will achieve my goals. I am resilient and capable of overcoming obstacles. All of us are going to be different. Some may fit your feet, but not someone else's. Find what works for you. And that's all I have prepared for you at this time. Uh, I know it got a little bit more serious at the end, but I don't feel like people really take care of themselves enough. I've been Joey Kuzma. Thank you guys for listening. I love you. Keep going. Peace.